0: Uh, like I said at the top of the show, uh, I'm privileged this afternoon to have sat in front of me uh, a, r- a charming lady, uh, Rachel Lovett. And Rachel is a life coach. Rachel, very good afternoon. Good afternoon, Dave.
1: Thank you so much for having me on. It's fantastic to be here. Thank you. She's
0: just got a voice as well, hasn't she, listeners? She's got a <laughs> voice. <Wow. laughs> Making me really nervous now. <laughs> no, she's not nervous. Um, Rachel, yeah. I've invited you on because we met at uh, like a network meeting and I was intrigued from the word go with regards to what a life coach and I think if if the listener at home if we said life coach they've got they probably formulated something in their head could you just give a very brief overview um, about what a life coach does what what's what's the kind of things that people come to you to solve.
1: Okay, there's a whole mix. There's a whole mix. Um, Often people come to me when they feel stuck, Dave, quite frankly. Um, They've tried probably podcasts, reading self-help books, talking to the friends, gaining advice, and still they feel as though they're spinning their wheels. And they're tired, sick and tired often, of feeling that way. And okay, their life's okay. There's nothing wrong with it. They're tolerating it. They're coasting it. But they know... They are far, far more capable of of more. And they haven't yet reached um, or unlocked their potential. And they seek out a life coach because they have a goal in mind, most often than not. Um, And that goal can be to do with their professional life their personal life um it can do with um, related to they want to start a business or they they want to move that, or they want a relationship or they're deciding whether to stay or go in a relationship um lots of uh massive big decisions in life cause them to ponder what direction what needs to happen here to close the gap from where i am now to where I actually want to be and it's my job as a coach to close that gap
0: oh I like that close the gap so you're you're just like um you are like a touchstone aren't you that you people come to you and go right ch- just hold my hand through this process or guide me through the next direction would that be a fair something
1: yeah I suppose provide the support and non-judgmental and and strictly confidential space for them to give air time, (laughs) give air time to what it is they want. Now, some people are stuck for basically three main reasons. They're they're stuck because they lack the clarity. They um, lack the the ideas for how to achieve what they want to achieve and the focus and the direction. It's my job to provide them with that clarity through various exercises and techniques and tools which I arm them with. Mm -hmm. I believe in teaching people to help themselves. So when they finish a program with me, they've got everything they need So that should the obstacles, the challenges and the setbacks, which they will, come to face them again, they'll say, oh, I remember this. This is what I need to do here. Hmm. And hopefully they can pass that on to other people because people are never happier when they're making other people happier. So if they can share their knowledge. That's so
0: true. That is so true. Um, Rachel, uh, I expanded that you are a life coach. Um, In terms of where you are, what the business is, how, how do things, how do you... How do you um, gain your the people who come to you? you? You're local, you're in Nantwich, yeah? I'm
1: in Nantwich, and at the moment I'm just listed on Bark, which is a directory, and Yale, you can find me there. Um, and uh, I've only just launched my, relaunched myself after uh, many years of not advertising. Um, I've often uh, used word of mouth to okay. be quite honest and um, that's that's been great um, I find that that still is the best, best form way. of our advertising yeah, because right. people tell the story of how they've how I've helped them um and it is very unique in each situation and very you know everybody's got their reasons and their stories um so um it helps tell that the the next client oh i see you're suffering with this or oh you're you're having trouble with this rachel help me with that
0: Um, i'm with uh the lovely rachel lovett and uh, rachel is a life coach and we've just um, got a little bit background about uh where she is what she what her um, journey uh, to being a life coach which we haven't really explored yet what is there is the qualifications how did you how did you get involved in being a life coach what happened well,
1: basically after I did my degree at university I I was very, very set on a a path. I wanted to be a lawyer, a solicitor. I did all the exams and uh, did my law degree. And then I got asked to work for KPMG as a legal executive. And I became starkly aware that the world of VAT law (laughs) was for far, far cleverer, People than I, Mm. and you know, I had this degree. That's all I had at uh, at at that stage, and um, along with my LPC, I have to add, I had my legal professional certificate as well. And uh, I went to work for KPMG, and I decided that that wasn't for me. I didn't spend too long there before I realised that, and I had the opportunity then to go and travel with my then husband Um, and uh, we travelled with his job and I had a family and it wasn't until my little boys were about three and four I decided to start my own business and Uh, which I did and uh, I had this crazy idea with my partner who was into IT and he was a very clever man to build computers inside traditional school desks you know the ones with the flip top oh yeah with the inkwell at the top really yeah when I think back now I'm cringing okay (laughs) but (laughs) but it was an idea I had and obviously I had to see it through to fruition because that's where I'm at so we built these and we sold them to uh, nurseries and uh, various uh, private individuals I think we shipped a couple to New York as well just because they were nice English school desks and they looked nice in the nursery and um, and then the market decided to kill our little quaint idea yeah. because laptops are so easy to buy. Everybody can get their hands on one and now iPads, of course. So the business naturally came to an end. But it was so much fun doing it and I loved it so much. And then I thought to myself, okay, I've done that, now what? And as I was doing that business, I was coming into contact through networking with other startup companies yeah. who were facing challenges, often challenges I now see. Sears, you bring those to the table with a life coach to help you
0: with. Got yeah
1: And there's lots of obstacles in the way. There's lots of confidence issues in
0: starting a business. So, uh, just uh, from what you've described, then people might say, well, that sounds like a business coach. What's the difference between a business coach and a life coach? Uh,
1: well, I didn't actually. Dress myself as a business coach, present myself as a business okay. coach. I was learning from, from this kind of uh, journey of mine by networking and speaking to people in startup businesses that um, I wanted to help other people. And I needed the qualifications and I needed to train and read all the books um, to be able to do that. And that took the form of, who knew, a life coach. So I decided to uh, read myself into that subject area. And, and, um, you know, people liked what I had to say. Um, I was relatable and had um, some insight on what they were coming to me with help with. I just got some fantastic results. And I thought, this is for me. I found my Passion. I get extremely passionate about help, helping other people yep. and um, that's what I love doing and I have had various other companies businesses jobs and but throughout all of that Dave the thread that keeps me going is my coaching Wonderful. I love to
0: coach. it's great to hear people talk about passion about either their interests their hobbies and one thing or another and that's coming over really strong <laughs> you're listening today folks this is afternoons on the cat see i'm losing some professionalism here because i'm uh, busy nattering away (laughs) to the wonderful rachel Lovett, who is a life coach uh she's just asked me she just asked me off air what do you think people go to life coaches for and i i just went i kind of think it would be more personal than than ambition um am i right
1: yeah I think so. I think so. Yeah.
0: Okay, give us give us a couple of examples of common. I was going to say problems, but it might just be an issue, mightn't it? Where how, how do people get stuck?
1: Yeah. It's it's not suddenly they wake up in the morning and say, "Oh, I need to leave, uh, go and phone Rachel. I need a life coach." This is, but it's there's like a slow burn effect where they they recognize that they aren't making progress towards their ideals. They, yeah. Perhaps when they're younger, they thought, oh, I've, they had a vision of what their life would be like, and they suddenly realize that, do you know what, this isn't it. And they feel a little bit disappointed and a little bit stuck in how to actually get there. Time flies and we've only got one shot at this life, Dave. We've only got one shot and it's important to not have regrets and to do everything you possibly can to live your best life. And people get to a stage where they think something's not right i'm tired of it being just okay i'm tired i want to live a more extraordinary life yeah and um so they come to me and they just often have a goal they they know what they want really deep down and it's my job to dust off that thick layer of doubt and fear so and to uncover what it is that they really want and gain clarity on that and provide them with a step-by-step plan of how to get them from where they are now to where they want to be. Far, far quicker than if they were to go it it alone. Far quicker than if they were to speak to the friend over coffee in Starbucks and get their advice. They've tried that. They've tried reading the books and it's now time to kick ass. Can I say that on radio? That's you noisy. just have, oh, so it's fine. I mean. um, and yeah, they come, to, so they recognise that, and they want to make the changes in their situation, and I have all the tools they need to be able to do that. And so is some- that, are they
0: are they the tools that you just mentioned? Are they broadly question based? Do you are you asking a lot of questions about? initially how? yes uh, yeah initially
1: uh, yes okay I'm, I'm curious about what it is they want and why and why and it's got to sit with their values so we do various exercises we put in the groundwork we find out what exactly it is they want um, and why and how that sits with who they are now that might change as the coaching program progresses they can evolve people are fluid They can be fluid thank god they can be fluid and they're not stuck they're not unmoldable um as long as you have the will to change boy can you make massive progress
0: do you do you think as well you talked about the the progress of the course uh, or or the your involvement do you do you find that what they thought was the original problem (laughs) is is not (laughs) always the problem that needs solving first
1: oh absolutely and that that reminds me i had a client recently and we were going down one path and um, a very very intelligent woman she was she was absolutely convinced that this was the goal she wanted, she'd always wanted it and, and and now is the time, now is the time everything else gets pushed aside and Rachel you've got to help me to get this, we got a couple of sessions in Dave and she stood up, <laughs> literally stopped up in the coaching session she put down a notepad and she says, I've got to go, I've got to go, I said why what's what's the what's the matter are you okay she goes i've just realized something and she literally left the session and when i caught up with her you know obviously let her go on with it It was important when i caught up with her afterwards and say what was that about she says i've just realized i was on the wrong path here i've just realized it and you can have aha moments what i call aha moments where you think to yourself do you know what it isn't that all i am what was i thinking you know and that's fantastic I but but without a coach you will never get to that no, point
0: because you're the trigger for that lady the catalyst up. yeah you're, mm. the, you're the the catalyst for that how cool is that yeah. um let's play another tune before we have to go to our little community notice board this one is by imagine dragons and it's called thunder who's this for and why is it Requested.
1: This this was played um, all the time throughout lockdown for my little boys, and it just lifted everybody's mood. I think they know all the words as well.
0: <laughs> Who is your little boys then? Who's this I've,
1: for? I've got uh, nine-year-old Jensen, and I've got a, a five-year-old Sullivan.
0: Love that name, Sullivan. That is a, That is a life coach mum's name. It guest this afternoon, Rachel Lovett, who's been telling us all about life coaching because she's blooming good at it and um, just before the uh before the break there we uh, rachel gave us an example of uh something that happened when she was coaching this particular was it a lady was yes it? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's obviously a dramatic sign that things are beginning to move forward and and she stood up and said right that's it eureka kind of thing how how do you... I mean, that's obviously an extreme. How do you know that what you're doing is is moving people forward?
1: Yeah. Well, at the start of every coaching journey, we, we do and um, we spend time putting the foundations in place, which is gaining the clarity of uh, what they want and why, um, like I said. And also, it breaks it down into steps so they can see what they have to achieve week by week, by taking such actions, then um, they will get towards their goal. So it, it's quite transparent. Uh, we sometimes have to tweak it and change it because, as I say, it's an evolving process. Coaching yeah. is, um, and humans are very complex. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God. Um, and um, and so they can they they've got their roadmap and they they have done the visualization exercise. This is really important. So they visualise what it will look like when they've achieved said outcome their goal what it will look like what it will feel like and they notice things so i take them through all the different modalities what do you notice when you've achieved this right what can you smell what can you see what can you hear we go through all the sensories. and um, they gain a very very clear very clear picture of um of of basically a picture of when they've got this goal this is what it will feel like and look like so when it comes along they'll recognize it because if you don't know where you're going and you can't recognize it if you don't know where you are going. somebody will tell you where to go so you need to be able to spot it a mile off so when you actually achieve it you go got it absolutely got it we can quantify that but a lot of things like emotional things and improving confidence etc take that as an example that's not so quantifiable in in, in units or or, or whatever and that's a feeling so that's where it's really really important to use my nlp skills these tools to help the client to visualize what it is
0: just just rewind back then um i know what nlp stands for can you just very briefly give the listener just what what nlp does and how it yeah, works of course.
1: yeah <laughs> nlp is uh neuro linguistic yeah. programming okay and um it's a physiological approach that focuses on understanding the connections between neurological processes, the neuro part uh, language, linguistic part and behavioural patterns that have been learned through experience the programming part so um, it was developed in the 1970s by Richard Bandler and John Grinder um, and NLP explains to explore aims to explore how these interconnected elements can be changed or reprogrammed to achieve specific goals, got improve you. communication, and enhance, of course, personal development.
0: Yeah, and that's part of the toolbox that you've got. Yes, to, um, I love that phrase that you you used before: where somebody is now and where they like to be. You're you're trying to close that gap. I love that analogy. I really do. I think that's so cute.
1: Mind the gap.
0: Mind the gap. <laughs> um, do you know it's so difficult to keep track of what's going on here because we keep chatting off air, and um, she's doing she's doing a number on me, ladies and gentlemen. She's giving me the full life coach scenario. <laughs> I'm being coached. I'm being coached off air. Um, oh, if you've only just joined us, we're um, chatting about life coach because um, the lovely Rachel Lovett is a life coach. Um, we were talking about then about uh, goals and and you narrowing the gap between where you want to be and, and Uh, and where you'd like to be some of those goals um do they do they have to be achievable is it is it broken down into things that okay let's not try to shoot for the moon let's just take it one (laughs) step at a time
1: that's 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 quite interesting um let's shoot for the moon but also break it down <laughs> yeah. Let's keep it real here. Let's get in the rocket let's first. Yeah. <laughs> let's keep it real. So yeah, let's let's remember the SMART acronym. It's just specific. The goal has to be very specific. Yeah. Um, you have to know what it is. Again, that clarity has to be measurable. Um, how long have we got here to achieve this goal? Is it, you know, is it realistic to achieve the goal? And um, are we going to achieve it in the time that we've got? Um, and so I, I use that framework as a, as a, a background for all that I coach. Um, and so yeah, it's um, whatever. Goal they want we can we can make good headway on it we really can
0: good um, do, you, do you like uh, I'm gonna say set homework when at the end of the session do you say right that's what we've been talking about what I want you to think about what I want you to try to achieve. Do they, do they have like homework in between yeah. sessions?
1: Yeah, absolutely. So we do weekly one-hour coaching sessions and in between that, I give them access to myself via text and uh, just to check in if, should they need it. So I keep them on track. And that brings me around to the most important part of my style of coaching, which is to hold my clients to account. Without being held to account, they've just got a wish. Then they're, they're not going to put it into actionable steps. Um, and they'll go off piste and they won't achieve it so i make sure they're on track doing what they promise to do to achieve what they want to achieve
0: so you're like a teacher kind of marking homework are you, <laughs> you <know? laughs> no that's not the homework i set. why haven't you done x using, y and
1: z using their resources their agenda um and all that's fantastic to them absolutely absolutely i just basically unlock their potential they lead the way and i'm a facilitator i'm a coach i'm a coach and that's what i do i trust that they've actually got all the answers. So uh wow. yeah.
0: Um we've got uh another ch- in fact I think this is your last tune um coming up now because we're rapidly running out of time. Uh George Ezra is next, but not before I found my own inspirational speech from Sylvester Stallone. I thought I've got to try to contribute something here. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna hear from uh, Sylvester Stallone uh, St- as <laughs> still St- can't say him Sylvester Stallone and then we're gonna hear shotgun and then we're gonna say goodbye uh, to Rachel not before we give now how you can get if you've been fascinated as I have by uh, what goes on as a life coach and and the services that Rachel um, can help you with uh, well, we're gonna find out exactly how to get in touch with her right so here we go Sylvester Stallone I think it's rocky and um,
1: that's how winning is done now if you know what you're worth now go out and get what you're worth but you got to be willing to take the hits
0: and not pointing fingers saying you ain't where you want to be because of him or her or anybody cowards do that and that ain't you you're better than that I Keep running out of time uh i have so enjoyed the last hour i've been uh, chatting away to uh, the marvelous rachel lovett um rachel how do p- if they if they're intrigued by what uh what we've been chatting about and and rather like the thought of getting unstuck with you what's the best way for them to, to get in touch
1: yeah if uh, i offer a free um discovery session uh, to anybody who's interested in learning how life coaching can help them. Um, and maybe you would be a good fit and they want to sign up and um, embark on a, a coaching program with myself. That'd be fantastic. So, yeah, they can get in touch with me. I'm listed on yale.com. Embark, of course. yale.com Or they can, I don't mind giving my phone number out. It's uh, Rachel Lovett and it's 07581
0: I Hang on a minute, I'm writing that down. O- oh. O seven
1: five eight one four zero yeah eight nine double yeah. one Rachel Lover
0: I'm dot com and you're on yell and bark um, she's uh, she's local ladies and gentlemen she lives in Nantwich, so uh, on our patch if you like uh, so yeah we uh, can meet
1: for a coffee or we can do Teams or Zoom and flexible whatever suits
0: how about that what a fabulous offer yeah if you if you're stuck if you listen to what's uh, we've been chatting about over the last half hour and if you're stuck, then I suggest you give uh, Rachel uh, either a call or get on to yell uh, or bark. So um, that's smashing. Rachel, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much. And you've got to come back again.
1: I'd love to. Thank you so much, Dave, for having me. I really right. appreciate it.